Hello and welcome Success Great Nation to this new episode of the Success Great Podcast with your host Hussain Talib. This is episode number 75 with Coach Chilis. Change your life to save your life. Hope you enjoy this one. And sorry for not being able to post on last week's episode because I have been sick. I am fine now. I hope you enjoy this episode. Stay safe. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life with your host, Hussein Talib. Hello and welcome to the episode of the Success Grid podcast with your host, Hussein Talib. I have a special guest today. Shalise Simpson. She is an entrepreneur, consultant to small businesses and investors. She's an author and her new book, I Remember When Life Wasn't Shit, a self-help and motivational book. She motivates, encourages, and drives those who want to be driven to success and push those who aren't sure. Shalise, welcome to the grid. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the grid. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank awesome you so to much. have you. Okay. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about you because I hear or actually I read a little bit that you were uh, uh gangbanger. <laughs> Is that what they call? It? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was a little I was a I was a child in my adolescence that decided to join the gangs because I needed family. Mm, I truly needed okay. family. So when I decided to do that, I was hungry for family. Uh, I was hungry to fill a void in my life that was missing. Um, I later on realized that I kept that company because of the anger that I've developed over the years mm. and being a gangbanger and angry, like, hey, it kind of went together. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. from cool. a awesome. very young age. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. How, 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 how someone can change their life and turn things around. So what made you want to turn things around? It was circumstances. It was things that I was going through. It was, though, I was not only a gangbanger, but I was a drug dealer. I was like the full street life. That was like my life. You have a good experience with the street smart. This is what (laughs) they call street smart. Yes. You know, that was my entire life. That's how I made money, everything. But it didn't feel right. And this is what I try to tell my clients. That's when you know you're ready for that change. I would do things. I would be places. And it just didn't feel right. I didn't feel comfortable anymore. It used to be fun. You know, it was like, hey, we're about to go do something, whatever we're going to do. You know? <laughs> and it was fun. But then it began, it, it started to feel uncomfortable to me. It started to feel not right. I started to wonder is this all, is, is, is this my life? Like, is, is this it? Because if this is it, I'm done. You know, I don't want, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the stress that came along with it. I, I just didn't like it. I went to jail, you know, I did time in jail, <laughs> all of that. So that kind of like changed everything that I was going through. Mm-hmm. So that's, that change in my life and, and feeling that, being extremely uncomfortable, I knew I had to change. I, I did. I just knew I did. I didn't know how to change. And if that's what you'll read in my book, that's when you know 
that you're ready to change. It starts to feel uncomfortable, but you don't change right away. You mm-hmm. never change right away. Just like a lot of things. If you overeat, the first thing you do is like, I know I'm eating too much, but you keep on taking a bite of the hamburger. <laughs> you don't start, you don't make that move right away. And that, that was me. I didn't make that move right away. I would still do the same things that I was doing. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this. I would see other people. Like, I would probably see you with your, your family and everything. But like, dang, that's kind of cool, you know? How do I get that? I just didn't know the steps towards it. And I, and I created a character and a persona and such a bad behavior that that bridge to getting there seemed so far away at the time. Because, uh, like you mentioned, it's, it's, like, it's not like you flip the switch on things the very fast you it's a process it's kind it's of a process. process yeah yeah you, you don't turn things around very fast especially when you are when it's convenient usually us humans when it's convenient and we already know what to expect of things or what we are doing uh, it's easy to go along with it exactly it's hard to change mm-hmm. that's yeah. the thing it's hard everything is comfortable when you're comfortable Even when you're in a horrible situation and a lot of people say, you know, I've I've counseled people who were in abusive situations and people say, why don't they just leave? Well, believe it or not, that's a comfortable situation. Mm -hmm. You know, they they know this person. They know when they're coming up. They even know when they're going to get mad, you know, so it's hard to say, let me change this and go into something. I have no idea what Mm -hmm. it's going to be like, but that mm -hmm. is the glory of everything that's the exciting part now that i know is the change that they're yeah. not knowing so so how important was change uh, to you how, how did it affect your life honestly i felt like my life depended on it hmm. if if i didn't change i was either going to be dead I was going to be a few things, but not necessarily. I was either going to be a kingpin (laughs) on my way to die and and a hit put on me or something. I was going to die. I was going to end up in jail for the rest of my life or possibly just on a treadmill to nowhere. And that's worse to me, like not knowing and just treading along. Mm. I couldn't have that. And that it Mm. meant so much to me, as hard as it was. I was like, I can't have a life that's going nowhere Mm. i I can't keep getting shot at i can't keep looking over my shoulder everywhere i go like i can't only have these people as my friends and all we're talking about is nonsense i was (laughs) always intelligent i always read books i was i was like a nerd gang banger (laughs) okay I was the person that would talk about random stuff and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> So you, you started to feel out of place with even your friends. Like I can't mm-hmm. talk to you guys, you guys about the news that I saw this morning, you know? So that's kind of the difficulty of change because you are already in this uh, circle. So you want to change this circle for other people, other situation, other circumstance. It was like kind of, Uh, difficult to move on to this you had to make the kind of a transition to that with your business that, you know. especially exactly, like, especially the people like, around you they don't yeah. want that yeah yeah <laughs> people you don't want to see that <laughs> yeah sometimes it happens because people are used to you used to talking to you but at the same time you for for example you 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 mentioned for example like you read some books and stuff like that so you had in your in your mind you had different thoughts than they had So it wasn't like 
100% let's say compatible I think maybe I don't know exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I would like to say I was a sponge even yeah. even when I was doing dirt or gang banging I was always a sponge I wanted to know you wanted to grow you wanted to grow yeah, because, I wanted yeah, to know. <laughs> because 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 if you stayed in the, with that I would stay at the same place same routine same things you there would be nothing new with that it's the, like the same thing you, you definitely wanted to grow that situation right yes and and that's what I tell anybody if you guys are listening that if you want to grow it's going to start in your mind you're going to start but you have to make those first steps mm, with yeah. something. And a lot of times it's the people that you're around. It's your mm. circle. Yeah, exactly. You know? So making these steps, what keeps you motivated now? What keeps me motivated now is helping others and educating others, knowing that my change worked for me. Now, if I went through this whole change and my life was like still the same, I'd be like, to hell the change. <laughs> <laughs> Stay true, you know, like, but seeing what it did for my life and seeing not only what it did for my life, what it did for my finances, what it did for my family, what it did for my friends, the people around me, how the the number of people that I never thought would change when I was making my change to see them change. That is so like. Dude, you thought I was bougie. I used to be thought, you so bougie, you trying to do this and that. But now seeing those same people after watching me making those changes, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting consultations, like I need a consultation. I'm getting ready to open up my business or things like that. Like, that's my motivation now. That's what mm-hmm. keeps me going mm-hmm. in the days where I'm just like, Ooh, you know, because there are days, you know, <laughs> you know, we are, we're human. We are all human and we have our days, but then you have to remember, you know, who's looking up to you. You know, we're, we're motivators, we're uplifters. So we, we have to remember that and to look at them motivates me, Mm, you know, so. Awesome. So uh, from your work now with the, with people and entrepreneurs and business owners, uh, what would you tell someone struggling with change? If someone wants like, Uh, for example, in your situation, or maybe not in, in your situation exactly, but wants to to make a jump to a business or whatever, what would you tell them and what would you do with them? Well, uh, entrepreneur or new business owner that's looking to make the change in a transition is what I would call it, looking to make that transition into something new. I would tell them, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the unknown because that's what halts most of our entrepreneurs, halts people in general. The unknown. Do not kill that thought and that dream in your mind before it even gets started. Take the step. Take the step. Take the initiative. If you have to do a little bit of research, do that. And the the reason I say a little bit of research and I just say go deep into the research, because sometimes you do the research and talk to somebody like, you know, I know I'm not going to do it. You know, (laughs) do a little bit. You keep on researching forever. Yeah, you'll just research until you're, you know, just do a little bit of research and then just take that chance. If it's a if it's a business that you want to go into, if you're a makeup artist, start going to makeup conventions, start hanging out, you know, at 
makeup, you know, salons, you know, as a secret shopper, you know, just to get the vibe and see what it's like. Don't be afraid to ask other entrepreneurs questions. Don't be afraid. Do not let the fear stop you from moving forward because it's changed. It's not going to be exactly the way you envisioned it, but it's going to be the way it's supposed to be. Mm, yeah. You know, not the way we want it to be, but it's always the way it's supposed to be, even when it's not right. Mm. It's all that's ultimately if you look back on things and you say, dang, it didn't go the way I was supposed to be, but oh, you put it together and be like, well, dang, if it did go that way, I would have messed up and this and that. You know, you start realizing sometimes bad things happen for good too. Yeah. You know, everything isn't always. Straight line, yeah. yeah, straight line. It's not, you know, just take the journey. Enjoy the journey. Look mm-hmm. at your transition as a new vacation. When we're on our way on a new vacation, what are you? You're excited. You're packing. You're like, oh, guess what? I might go swimming. I might do this. I might do that. Think of it like that. Think mm-hmm. of that change and that transition as a new trip, as a new vacation and get excited about it. Yeah, exactly. You, you should do. And you mentioned fear a lot of people have fear on certain things but why would you have fear when you actually think about it simply that you only have one life to to do to live That's so what, it. yeah so what what somebody has to lose if you start whatever that you want to start if it's a business or, or whatever it is so there is no coming back from things so like you mentioned it's like life life is tough sometimes so You need to keep going, like Rocky, right? right. Uh, your life is going to keep hitting you in the face. It's gonna keep it, going. It, it's gonna keep hitting you down, and you should keep going up. Keep going up. Think about how many times. Think. I want you to do this. Think about how many times you reinvented yourself, just mm. in the the life that you have. Think about. Oh, I used to do this. I was a skateboarder at one time, and then I started doing this, and then I th- just think of all the times that you reinvented yourself. Yeah, we can do it over and over. Yeah, exactly. Just, just as a human, sometimes, uh, like you mentioned, maybe for some people, uh, the people who are around them is uh, not supporting them. Sometimes you need some kind of support. You, anyone would be basically involved with some someone like a family or whatever, or a husband or a wife. So you you need that kind of uh, support to be positive, I guess, right? Yes, you do need that support. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I'm getting ready to release a recording on my YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe to Coach Shalise's YouTube where I'm speaking about that, where a lot of times we spend so many, so many years, so much energy, so much time trying to convince and convert people to our dreams, our goals, our ambition, what we want. What we need to do is find a way to connect with people that's already there. Mm. But as humans, the first thing we think is, oh, we need to get the support from mom and dad first. We need to get support from our, you know, we think that, and then we spend so many years trying to convert them. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to convince them. And then next thing you know, you're drained and like, oh, they don't believe in me or whatever. Stop doing that. Of course, we want their support. Your family is there to love you and support you. They don't have to believe in all of your dreams. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's nice. It's nice. 
if they do, but they don't have to. And don't put that pressure on them. They're there to love you through whatever you're there for. And they're there to support you if you have that great foundation. You need to connect with people that are like-minded like you. That's why I love YouTube. That's why I love podcasts. That's why I love the internet. Because now you're not stuck in that little box in those four walls with your mother, brother, four sisters <laughs> and trying to convince them that your dance step works. You know, you can convince the world and then they'll come along. So start trying to use that energy to connect with people that already believe in what you're doing. Mm. You know, if they come along, they come along, you know, but don't spend seven hours trying to show your mom YouTube videos on Drake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She loves you and keep going. Exactly. So, so how did you come up with the title of your book, the second one? You already have uh, two books now, I guess. Yeah. Yes, I have a few books out now. But how I came up with this particular title is I was speaking to someone and they were talking about, oh, you're so peaceful. Same thing. Like, you're so jolly. You're so happy all the time. And I looked at them and I said, girl, I remember when life was a <laughs> And that's how the title came. Ooh, Honestly. Just, <laughs> just like that. Just like that, because they were talking to me. And, you know, sometimes people look on the outside and we look at all the celebrities, we look at actors, we look at motivational speakers, consultants. Oh, they're perfect. They're not like me. Oh, 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 oh. you don't know. Okay. And so I had to say that to her. She was like, what? And I was like, oh, I've come a long way. And I let her, I let her know. I was like, I used to be a gangbanger. She was like, no, no way. I was like, a oh, serious hardcore gangbanger too. Not just like on the side. I was like, really, you know, a part of the gang. And she was like, no, you were not. There's no way. Like my neighbors, they like, you look like you read books all day and you've never done anything wrong in your life. And sometimes you have to let people in to let them know like, no, this was transition. This is mm. what change looks like. This is mm. what transition. This is what being uncomfortable looks like. Because trust me, I can remember a time where I walked in a room and it was full of Caucasians and business suits. And I was like, get me the hell out of this room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I might be a parole officer in here. You thought this wasn't your place at the time. Yes, I thought it was that, but I kept being pushed. I kept being pushed. And then now it's just, it's normal to me. It's comfortable. I'm excited when I have to go in those rooms now. Mm. I'm like, who am I going to meet? I'm, yeah, like, cool. I'm collecting business cards left and right. So awesome. now I'm excited about that. But I can remember a time where it was like anxiety, you know, stress. It was like, I just wanted to be around the people that I knew. The people I was comfortable around, the people I could be me around. That's it. I didn't want to try to be, you know, but that's what that's what the journey is. Good. Yeah. So so did you make this let's say transition yourself, or did you had some help or a mentor or a coach for you? Well, the funny thing is, is when I when I like I said, when I first wanted to make the transition, I did. And that was the crazy thing. I was like, I don't, I don't look up to anybody. You know, that's how much of an attitude I had. I was like, I don't care <laughs> anybody. Like, <laughs> I was like, 
I'm the best in the world. And literally, that was me. I was like, I don't look up to anybody. I'm me. So when I started wanting to make that transition, I didn't. But then when I made the transition, I started to work. I said, well, I'm going to stop selling drugs. That was the first thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a job. Mm-hmm. So when I started working, believe it or not, I ended up working for an assembly member. Mm-hmm. Assembly member elect at the time. She hadn't even been an assembly member. I was like, I knew nothing about politics. I didn't know a Democrat from a Republican. I didn't know who was on our side. I didn't even care. You know, <laughs> I was like, what, what, what is going on? <laughs> I learned everything about politics. And this woman... Me being able to literally be her personal assistant. I'm watching her like she's a regular person, like behind closed doors. I was able to talk to her. And, you know, I was like, wow, she's like a regular person. She came from the hood like me, you know, but look at her. Look at where she is. And look how, you know, she was so regal to me. You know, when I saw her, I was like, this woman is so regal and elegant. But behind closed doors, she's like, girl, what? (laughs) I was like, really? So that was the first person I could say that I started to look up to. And her name is Karen Bass. She's a congresswoman now. And then Karen Bass, and I was just like, she was almost your vice president. Mm. FYI. But they went with Kamala, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she was the first person that I actually looked at, looked at and said, I think I want to be like this person, at least a little, not all the way. I didn't want the politics. Politics, mm. oof. I was like, I don't know, no parts of the politics. But, you know, I was like, but I want that. You know, I, I want what she has. I like this, you know, because she she wasn't different. I You know, I just think these people were aliens that they own, you know, everybody think like you got a stick stuck up here. You know, <laughs> but they're not. They're so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. And that's when I realized like you can still be cool and successful. Yeah, definitely. You yeah. Still, yeah, you can still be cool and be in corporate America. You can still be cool and be somebody. You know, we didn't think you could be cool and do all those things. You know, <laughs> like you're either that or you're us. You know, <laughs> you're cool. So seeing her, she was like the first. And then after that, it was like the gate start, you know, the flood gate start coming. I was like, oh, <laughs> she's wonderful too, you know? I, I came out of my ego and, and I realized that I was really not that special. <laughs> like I thought I was. I was special in my neighborhood, in my own little box. Because I was a star where I was where I was from. You know, I was a star. So... Like I said, I didn't look up to anybody. So when I came out of that box, I realized like, yo, those stars like a little glimmer. You need to shine it up a little bit, you know? So, and I did. And I just started learning. And and thanks to people who really took me under their wings, I would like to say Dr. Courtney Williams, who was someone else that I worked for, who taught me corporate America. And they didn't judge me you know, making mm. that transition. Because can you imagine making this transition? Like, I didn't start my first job, like, at Pizza Hut. Like, I literally started in corporate America. And I was just blessed to have people that understood. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, Dr. Court Williams, like, mm. he would tell me his stories. I'm like, what? That's not you. You know, because he's so, once again, you know, he's a, you know, he's in, in, uh, alpha and all these things. And, you know, he graduated college. And because of him, I did go to college and I graduated. Mm. But 
it was the understanding of those people and those people taking me under their wings and saying, she needed a little cleaning off. She'll be all right if we can dust her off a little bit. If we, She just needs guidance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And once we Everyone, get her yeah. that guidance, she'll be okay. And I'm, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm grateful for that. So yes, I did have help with the transition. It was, mm. I was kicking and screaming, but I had help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some, we, well, at some point we need some help, even if your business, if you need to grow, you, you need, you need people around you to, to help you grow and stuff like that. So speaking of business and growth, what exactly do you offer in your uh, business? Is it coaching? Basically? What I uh, I offer biz, entrepreneur coaching for small businesses and entrepreneur, future entrepreneurs. Because I, I, I have a lot of clients that don't actually have businesses that come to me. Like you said, they're in that transitional stage and they mm. want to start a business. They want to know what they should do, but they're having some reservations to the family. So I do a lot of coaching with that as far as getting them motivated. And so it's not all paperwork. It's not all numbers. Sometimes a lot of the times it's mental. It's getting them mentally prepared because that's one thing I like entrepreneurs, businesses, corporations. I don't care where you're from. You have to be mentally prepared for the business. Mm. If you're not mentally prepared, you can tank your own business just because you're not mentally prepared to handle the things that can come along. Some people are not mentally prepared to take no. How are you going to run a business if every time you hear no, you fly out the handle and your employees hear you throwing a phone? You know, I've, I've mentored people who employees were terrified of them that wouldn't mm. even walk past their office because mm. they were great at their jobs. They, they were great at the business. They knew the business, but they weren't mentally prepared to deal with the things that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Your, your staff, your staff comes along with a lot of baggage, believe it or not. This is not the 1950s where you're like, leave your baggage at the door. That It doesn't work anymore. You know, you're, if you have a personal assistant or your secretary, that's a lot of baggage. Oh, I'm going to come late. Oh, I'm going to do this. I have to do this. Oh, I made a mistake on a document. That kind of stress to a business owner, they can fly off a handle. I've had business owners call employees stupid. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You have to mentally. That's uh, <laughs> the employee should uh, go and hit the, the manager and that's it. Exactly. And that's what can happen. And that that's why I tell them it's it's great to have your numbers in order. And I help with that too. I create systems. That's another thing. I go in for businesses that are already in place and I help them create systems so they can streamline their businesses. Mm-hmm. So they may, you know, be able to grow to go to the next level in their business. But the main part of what I do is mentally get them ready and focused to either deal with the transition or change, uh, deal with the issue. Some of them just call me, they may get a, a tax form in the mail. They don't necessarily want me to deal with that tax form because they have someone, but they need to decompress. Mm. They need to have a sounding board. You know, I'm the person they're going to call and say, is she crazy? Like, why did she handle it? And then we'll talk about it and discuss it. Why do you think she didn't handle it? What was wrong in the system? What, who didn't tell, you know, and I'll talk them down and then it's handled. And next time I'm talking to them, they're on vacation and they're having a great time. So you will be surprised those kinds of situations that will come in a mail, something that will just come in a mailbox. 
I'm sure you as a human, things have come in the mailbox and it has ruined your whole entire day, you know? So being able to have your entrepreneur coach there to coach you through that. So that's what I do a lot of the times for a lot of my clients is coach them through unexpected changes or if they're preparing to change. And of course, we do the regular business documents, you know, LLCs, corporations, filings, 3508, form loans. We do all of the standard consultations, but my pride and joy is that keep mm-hmm. because you can do all the paperwork you want and, and start off. Because I've started plenty of businesses for a lot of small business entrepreneurs. I've done it, but they're not mentally prepared. And then the business goes nowhere. Yeah. So that's key to me. You, you, you have to be prepared for the new, for example, because a business exists to make to make money. It's not like it's a, it's a non-profit. It's not, it's not a non-profit. No. So you are in the business of making money. <laughs> so you exactly. should you should prepare yourself to expect when you want to make a sale, for example, you should expect to have some people say no. But you should. (laughs) So not all people wants uh, my service or your services or uh, or maybe uh, it's not the right time for them to to do certain business with you. So you should you should know that and you should keep going on. I don't want to say knocking doors, but you should keep your business up and uh, never get frustrated. Right? Never. That's the key, the frustration and helping them deal with that. Because that frustration at the wrong time can go, you could click on a customer, a staff member, or even your next check. <laughs> the person that was getting ready to pay you, but you, you know, you just couldn't keep it together. So mm, you, you're right off yourself, basically. You're right off yourself. You can mm. write off yourself just by not having the right attitude and not being pessimistic. That's that's that, that's a word that I use a lot in coaching. Stop being pessimistic. I can't stand when I coach someone and they say, oh, well, I know they're not going to. Oh, come on. What are we talking? Then, then why are we on the phone? you're wasting money with me that's a waste of money if you already know they're not gonna let's discuss how we can convince them Mm. or if it doesn't how can we turn it into a positive Mm. so just stop being pessimistic and and when we start our conversations being pessimistic and negative we're already going in the wrong direction we we've already went down the wrong path and mm. we want to stay going down there. And that's like I tell my son, do you want to go to the right path or do you want to go to the wrong path? And I have to talk to people like, I just talk to my kids. You want to go to the right path? <laughs> so we always want to go down. Sometimes we accidentally go down the wrong path, but you can go see you and come on back, you know. But that's the thing is to remain focused and realize when you are going down that wrong path. Realizing like, ooh. I was a little short with her. Maybe let me let me go back around and say, hey, Julie, I know I was probably a little short with you. I apologize. I'm dealing with something right now. Could you, you know, just just being able to clear that up quickly and smoothly exactly. and not letting it well out of control. Yeah, that, that, that mindset that if someone blocks themselves right out of the gate, <laughs> that, that's uh, that's bad. That's bad. 
Yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, exactly. and, and sometimes it's, it's sad for you because you want to help them. You're like, ah, I kind of wanted to work with that person. <laughs> I hate that they did that, you know, but life goes on to a person that's focused. Somebody mm-hmm. that's focused and a person that's driven. And this is what I tell my people that I'm trying to convert over to this driven mm-hmm. side. A person that's focused, driven with the right energy, they're not going to waste any time with you. They're not. I don't care what you say. You could complain. Ah, blah, 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 blah. They're just going to say, mm-hmm, okay. And, and they're going to move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. They're not going to stand there with you because guess what? They're focused. They're driven. Mm-hmm. They have somewhere to go and you're a distraction. And until you're ready to hop in the passenger seat and drive with me, I'm going to keep driving. <laughs> and you can stand right there. and You can jump. Playing. You can jump. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so you can't be mad at somebody that's driven. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, so yeah. when they're left behind, I've had people that's oh, I was left behind. They get well, they're driven. They're not gonna wait on you. They're not mm. supposed to wait for you to figure it out. Now that you figured it out, now figure out how to catch up and and, and knock on the window and say, Y'all think you think you can let me in now? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say to least one takeaway from this episode? What I would like for them to take away from this episode is do not be afraid to change. Do not let who you are right now dictate your future. Do not let your circumstance dictate your future because you can become or do anything that you want to. If you're an entrepreneur, do not be afraid. Take the leap. Never accept. Now, we just spoke about no, but I'm going to say this. Never accept no meaning giving up. If it's a if it's a no here, then move on and, and keep on trucking because believe in what you're presenting. If you believe in your product, your brand, your service, someone else out there will believe in it too. You just have to connect with that person. Don't convert people, connect with new people. Don't stop, don't give up. I changed, you could change. We all change, we're butterflies. Yeah, yeah, butterflies. That, yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> butterflies. That's cool. Yeah, and butterflies are uh, gorgeous, are beautiful. Really. Yes, they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they're a little strange before they become beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they, they are kind of aliens before they become beautiful. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> you can be beautiful. Yeah. Uh, like, take away getting the book, of course. Yeah, where can people get in touch with you, Shaleen? You can get in touch with me at my website at www.bettermindsbetterbusiness.com. You can reach out direct at coach at bettermindsbetterbusiness.com or follow my YouTube channel, Coach Shaleen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.